welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm your main host, Beebs. I'm here joined by my two regular co-hosts today. Jake is back, um, but Chen is here as well. We're going to dive into some Week 7 recap, Week 8 predictions, a little buy-sell hold, and just talk about the, the league as a whole before we get into the trade deadline, some moves we'd like to see. So before we dive into all that, how you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Good. Doing good. Right now, enjoying a little vacay here in Florida in the Keys, getting some sun, caught some fish today. Can't really get much better than that. Had a couple margaritas already to start the day off. So can't really complain. So the takes are going to be flying. (laughs) Oh, the takes are going to be out there. It's going to be a hot take day. I'm going to get back to my normal ways of just bringing some fun stuff out here for us today. Chan, how about you? Uh, I'm not doing as well as this guy. (laughs) We uh, I worked at a chocolate that. factory and we mixed uh, a caramel product today. Let's just say those are hard to make. Hey, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know you were I didn't know you were working for Wonka these days. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's literally that. And if it, <laughs> if disaster strikes, I feel like an oompa loompa. Like it's a chocolate <laughs> river, and I'm just there like sweeping it up, you know. But hey, I get paid for it. So at the end of the day, you get paid overpaid janitor at times. You know, like I can't complain right now. All right. All right. Fair enough. Let's uh, let's dive right in. Let's start on Thursday night. Got a couple big games we want to highlight this week, starting on Thursday night. Jaguars win their third or fourth straight. Um, third straight, maybe? Third straight and in mm-hmm. commanding fashion yet again. Um, what are – you know, I know I was really high on them in the preseason, but where, where are you guys at right now on the Jaguars and the AFC uh, powerhouse, you know, conversation? Hmm. Um. I don't love what happened to the Colts on Sunday. I mean, they're kind of, I don't want to say out of the running, but I mean, the Jags are hot already. And they're one of the, they're in that Bengals category of like, they usually get hot towards the end of the year. So for this to already be happening, um, I I think Jags are kind of locked in. It's the AFC South is theirs to lose, especially just the way the Titans are with injuries right now. And Texans look all right, but they're still young. They're, they're not really in that conversation for me. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think me buying stock in the Colts getting the division this year is really tanking. Um, although anything can happen, we got a lot of season left. But, yeah, I think, honestly, the Jags right now, it's pretty much hard to say anything else. But the fact that they're a top two, three seed, I mean, it's right now it's looking like you have Chiefs, Ravens, Jaguars, and it's really not even close at this point. I mean, no one else really screams off the charts. I mean, the Browns are still there. I don't think they're going to get that one seed that I want them to just because their offense is so inconsistent. Um, yeah, it's right now I think if you're looking at the AFC, it's Jags, Chiefs, Ravens, Dolphins. I mean, it doesn't get much. Well, do you guys do you yeah. guys potentially foresee them coming out of the AFC or like do you think they can beat the Chiefs uh, or the Bills or the Dolphins? They've I mean, got are, they, are they Super they Bowl? They beat contenders? the Bills this year and they they get close. That in, in my opinion, I don't. I think on their best days, they could be a Super Bowl team. I, I mean, at the top performance, you already have a Super Bowl winning coach. How about uh, how about the Saints? I know. Um, you know, I bought some stock in the Derek Carr-led Saints early in the year. Really teetering off, man. They had a decent second half, but they looked horrible for the first three quarters of that game and, and really didn't look that great in the fourth quarter, but somehow made it a game. Um, 
Where are we at on the panic button meter? Man, I'm not usually one to say fire a coach and rebuild and start over again, but it's just not working for me over there in New Orleans. It Ever since we got rid of Breeze and Sean Payton, it's not been the same. We got to kind of hit the restart button here. Um, to me, it's just kind of the same old before we had Sean Payton and Drew Brees, it was just kind of they were they were never really anything, and that's kind of what it's looking like again. Kind of a little little dark spot for the Saints' future here. I feel like I feel like they had a clear um, one of the more obvious times to hit the like full rebuild button. Like a lot of times, teams have to make that decision, and it's kind of a gray area that they're in. Uh, the Saints had a clear like stopping point of an era. Like Peyton's gone. Drew Brees is gone. And rather than blow it all up and try and just rebuild from scratch, they've tried to like patch it up over time and, and try to like build around what was there. And now you have an aging defense, one of the older in the leagues. Uh, They're not bad, but like, they're not great. Uh, You've got mediocre quarterback play year in and year out. I don't think they're favorites to draft a quarterback ever, which is, kind of random like I I don't know and they're and they've got decent receiving core but then the quarterback holds them back and the play calling Uh, Camara's 27 now like you went from like a really young team with an aged aging quarterback with a lot of weapons and a great defense to like a middle-aged older team with a middle-aged older quarterback with young I mean Chris Olave I guess is a young weapon but they just didn't really press the reset button. They just patched it together, and it's been this weird hodgepodge like three or four years. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, and they're they're kind of in that, you know, crappy middle spot where you're going to get like the 17th, 18th pick, and they're really not going to go anywhere with that. It's kind of what the Vikings have been doing. I honestly think if, if we lose – I'm just going to go there a little early, but if we lose tonight, I think we just kind of, kind of have to hit the reset button, kind of dish some stuff off, but – yeah, the Saints aren't really it, – it's just they're in that teeter spot. It's it's not looking good. Yeah, and, you know, I'd like to see them make a move because Derek Carr – I still have, like, pretty high faith in Derek Carr to be, like, an above-average quarterback or, or at least just be, like, serviceable. And he's had a rough start, um, but he hasn't been, like, the worst quarterback in the league. And, I, and he's never going to be a bottom he'll – be a, he'll be a middle-team ranked quarterback, like, always. Like he's going to be somewhere from 14 to 19, somewhere in that range of starting quarterbacks. And I just feel like it's been such a slow start that I, I would like to see them make a move to get a younger guy, stash him behind him for the, for the, you know, for the rest of Derek Carr's contract or tenure there, then go forward with him, probably get rid of Taysom Hill's contract, probably keep Kamara on a smaller deal. If he wants big money, don't pay him because he's 27, 28. I don't know how much is left on his deal. Build around Olave offensively, and then just restructure the defense entirely. Because uh, even Marshawn Lattimore is getting up there in age. But, Shen, what are your thoughts? Oh, I just think the Saints are—they're like the flex seal team of the NFL right now. <laughs> of just like, like I think they're paying yeah, like Taysom Hill like twenty million dollars a year. It's like why even the Derek Carr contract to me at the time was head scratching, just given their states. Like, you could rebuild and no one would really think twice of what they're doing. Um, And I know this is more of a bigger, just not really game focus, but just overall NFL 
thing that I'm seeing kind of unfold. And I don't know if you guys would both agree with it, but I think the AFC is kind of like where the NBA has been with the Western Conference in a while, where like the AFC is just deeper. Like each division, it looks like we're kind of, they're all kind of up in the air. And the NFC, it's like Eagles, Niners are kind of like right here. And then you got some kind of whatever, but like, and then we got some more games cover that might back up that theory a little bit more. But um, I was curious your guys' thoughts because it's like blindingly apparent to me this year. Like, you wow. felt that way preseason, honestly. Like, it, it literally, I remember sitting there looking at it. And I was like, man, there's like, and I had the Vikings fairly high on my, you know, NFC rankings because I thought they'd be better than the Lions. And I was like, well, there's nobody else there. Like, they're going to be a three seed because they're going to win 12 games. That was my preseason prediction uh, because there's nobody else. It's going to be Eagles, Niners, and who else? Because I don't believe in anybody else in the NFC. So I definitely agree. I, I think that I don't know how, like, I don't know if it matters. Like, I don't know if the NFL cares because I feel like it's not going to be a lopsided Super Bowl. The Eagles and 49ers can hold their own against an AFC team, but it's true. I don't know. Um, We can, we can move on, talk about another game that was pretty big this week. Um, Speaking of AFC powerhouses, we were sitting here last week talking about Patriots hitting rock bottom. Um, (laughs) And Jake, Jake of all people, um, you took the Patriots, right? No, I, I took the Bills just out of what was going on, but I had a shitty feeling the whole time that I was not really feeling like this was going to be a good pick. I had a gut feeling, a gut-wrenching just <laughs> grabbing at me where I should have just said, Bill, you're going to get your 300th win this week. You're going to prove everybody wrong. And he did. He did exactly what I expected him to do, but I didn't fully believe. Next time I'm just going to take Bill every week. Um, yeah, I mean – the Patriots, I don't know if it's much so the Patriots played well or if it's just Josh Allen playing down to his competition week in and week out. He, he's he been doing that all season. He plays really well against good teams or he'll play horribly against just mediocre or crappy teams. And it's just been kind of his M.O. I feel like just the last – halfway through last season and all of this season so far. I mean, I feel like the Bills – when we're talking about these AFC powerhouses aren't even being mentioned in that conversation right now, just because of overall quarterback play. I mean, you have one of the best route runners and you're not getting the ball as much as you should. And the run game is still confusing or we're not really getting it going. And it's where I don't think we're running Josh Allen as much as we used to. So it's, I have nothing really to say about the Patriots more than good job for Bill. He got the third hundredth win. He's 29 away from all time. So, and at this rate, I think, Caleb, you said this the other day, that's going to be a decade until that actually happens. If that's, they're winning at this at this rate, it's not going to be a while. But, yeah, I kind of think it's going to be – I think it's just a bad team playing an average team, honestly, this season. it's To me, it wasn't really – I don't know. I don't, got, I don't have much faith in the Bills this season. And I love Josh Allen and the Bills. It's just average versus bad. I think that's just – I don't think got. they're. I don't think they're average, man. I think this is a classic divisional matchup, um, blurring the lines between good teams. Are the Bills on the same level uh, right now as the Chiefs, Jaguars, or Ravens? No, uh, but I still think they're an AFC contender. 
Uh, Josh Allen has not been running the ball as much this year because they've actually been fairly consistent with James Cook. Um, and that has been something I've been asking them to do for a while. I, I think that they lost this game. It was a mental – like, I don't know how an NFL team does this, but I, I genuinely think they overlooked the Patriots. I, I think that's what happened. Josh Allen came out and absolutely laid an egg, threw a pick on the very first play from scrimmage, and it was 10-0 before they even knew what was going on. Uh, and that's just not a way to win NFL football games. They take, they come all the way back and take the lead. Like it's not like they played horrible. But they come out, come all the way back, take the lead, and they just came back to bite them. They scored with the Patriots scored with like 20 seconds left. Um, my concerns, honestly, from this game, and Shen, I'm interested to see if you concur with this. Uh, this is more concerned with the Bills' defense. This is an offense, a Patriots' offense that just got goose egged. I'm pretty sure two weeks in a row by like mediocre defenses. And comes out oh, yeah. against the Bills and scores 29 points. Mac Jones throws for 270, two touchdowns. They didn't turn the ball over once. Like, I guess open question, but like, uh, is the Bills' <laughs> defense not what we thought it was? Because this is this is embarrassing. In my opinion. That's my take. Yeah, no, it is. I'm glad you guys both got to share your opinions because I definitely sit kind of in the middle in where I see it. Um, I don't think you can ignore the Bills being four and three at this point in the season. I don't think a lot of people predicted that right now, especially as we just talked about how tight the AFC is going to be. Uh, losses to the Jets and the Pats already, um, as long as the Jags. Not a great look for your tiebreakers down the line, but it kind of goes in with that defense. I, you brought up in the beginning of the year in the preseason, I remember Jordan Poyer and Mike Hyde. It was like they're going to get back healthy in the back end. Um, Tredavious White should have been back healthy as well. And I guess just th- those additions have not been as impactful as we thought because if Mac Jones is lighting them up. Um, <laughs> well, well, I think this is <laughs> going to be that great. I want to cl- clarify. Their defense has been really solid for the most – Part of this year, this just just a really horrible week out of week. virtually nowhere. I mean, they held the Raiders to ten points. They held the Commanders to three points. They beat the Dolphins by twenty eight points. Uh, yeah. They lost to the Jaguars. They were in that game. Like the, the defense has not been great, like it was maybe two or three years ago. But it also has not been poor, um, like it was in the back half of last season. And then this game to me is just like, what? What are we doing? And for sure, I think it could be a thing of Bill Belichick. I don't know if you guys remember the game two years ago, but he only threw the ball with Mac Jones four times and they won. Like it was, it was getting mean to death. It was like, they just kept doing the halfback dive, but it worked. And it's just those things about Belichick where it's like, he eat, breathes and sleep, like sleeps football. So like he was going to get one on the bills this year. I, I mean, Jake had the gut feeling. We knew it was going to happen at some point because just what he does, he just finds a way to win with garbage. <laughs> I, I just t- hats off to the three hundred win, even though it's been a rough ride this year. Just it was a fun game to watch for sure, down on the wire. And then you guys see that Bill actually signed a contract extension to continue going on as the head coach this past summer. Yeah, how many? Uh, how many years was it? I can't recall. My honest guess is it's probably a two to three ex- year extension, just like most head coach extensions are. But mm. I, I don't see him going anywhere. And I know you guys were harping on it last week that maybe we still see Bill go and Bill leave. And 
I got to put my stamp on that because I don't think it's going to happen now that, you know, that news is out. And I mean, you got to play for, for pride at some point and to beat down Shula. I think as long as, as long as you got something going on, I think he's going to be the head coach. I think you need to redo the whole general manager thing. I think you got to find someone younger and actually, you know, capable of drafting decent players and not going after, you know, long snappers in the third round. So, <laughs> so it looks, like, it looks like he's, <laughs> he's 17 wins away from Don Shula um, for the most victories by a head coach in NFL history, regular season and postseason combined. Um, and then the deal is described by Adam Schefter as a multi-year lucrative contract extension. That's all we know. Mm. So interesting. My my detective Very. skills say mm. to me that he's going to coach until he passes Don Shula, <laughs> and then he will retire. <laughs> That's what that says to me. That Robert yep. Kraft said, "You've won me seven or six Super Bowls. Coach as long as you want, and then you're done." Um, and if I'm Robert Kraft, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, who cares if you suck at this point? You've gotten twenty years of massive success. Give the guy the send off he wants. He earned it. Like it, you know. I, I have no yeah, problem it, with Belichick as a coach. I, I just, for for the record, think if this contract is tying him into that GM seat as well for the next like four or five, that is a egregious mistake. Like, especially with some of the QB classes coming up, they they need a roster overhaul. I would love if Belichick's coaching. Like, that is not my issue. We saw that on Sunday. He's good at what he does, but. Oh man, lucrative extension. That's telling me like this man is not he's locking in his seat again. But we'll see. We'll yeah, see. I mean, I I've we've had our beefs with Belichick as a GM as of late, but it's he's been in that position for, for how while, long person. and, and how while, many person. how many championship rosters has yep. he built? Like it's hard to argue with but like how many how many of these players did Brady just elevate? You know, if that wasn't him at that position, you know, obviously we're seeing it right now. We have Mac Jones at that position, not elevating these guys to be better and actually are being better. So it's hard to say that he's built this roster when Brady is like, shit, screw it. I'm going to have to throw it to my tight end and then maybe mix in some undrafted white wide receiver into the mix here too. Like, it's just one of those just one of those things. Yeah, I mean they've yeah. had they've had sustainability and consistency at a position for so long, um, and I think that they that Tom Brady was able to endure multiple OCs and still be elite. And Mac like, remember Jones, when Chris Mac Hogan Jones has was there? Not to be able to do that. He was their yeah. wide receiver three, dude. He was behind Edelman and Gronk in receptions on that team. Like, let's like, – Edelman, let, bro. Like, we both, like, Edelman wasn't used to be a QB, man. Like, that's – Bill didn't have to draft offense. He was that's a Pro Bowl a receiver. He was a Pro Bowl receiver. Yeah. Like, let's yeah, – I but... think he had 1,000-yard rece- receiving season. You can fact check me, but I think he only had 1,000-yard receiving season. That's crazy. I'm not saying that they didn't get away with 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 some ridiculous talent findings from Amendola, but but but, I, but we're forgetting. Like I'm not, and I'm not saying that Brady didn't elevate that offense. What I'm saying is that Mac Jones, 
they took a eight chance. Tom Brady. They, 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 yeah, no, so that's what I'm saying. No. Like, eight Tom Brady. <laughs> no, we get it, yeah. He's not him, pal. He's yeah. not that guy. And we're at the point where I think they're ready to, to make another selection at that position um, or make some sort of change because he, he's not that guy. And, Bring back uh, him. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> he's, he's definitely not Damn. that guy. Cam is Damn. not that guy. Um, and they also need to just hire a real offensive coordinator. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. They have a new one every yeah. year, man. Like it's, yeah. it's it's atrocious. Um, so final question: panic panic meter on the Bills. Where's your arm? It's it's hovering. The palm might be close to touching. Wow! I can't. I if they yeah, lose I'm next in week, the other if room. they go to five hundred, if they go to five hundred. Um, pull up their who pull up who I got playing it, next I got, week. I got it. They've got a pretty easy schedule moving forward. Um, play the Buccaneers next week. Okay, maybe not that easy. Bucks, mm. Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Eagles, Chiefs mm. are their next few. Uh, mm, yeah. they still have the Cowboys. Um, wow. Cowboys, Chargers, and Dolphins on there, and another Patriots matchup. So, yep. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'm not in the other room. I have sat down at the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I have sat down at the chair and am assessing the statistics on the screen, um, but I have not reached in my pocket for the key to open the button case. If they go, keys if they are go still on the hook. Three, if they go two and three in their next five, it, they're done. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Mm, I don't know, man. Stretch. Jets are feisty. Jets are fighting. You want to know what I think is going to happen? They're going to come out. They're going to blow out the Buccaneers next week. Um, then they're going to play the Bengals. Is it at probably. Bucks? No, it's in Buffalo. Oh. Uh, mm. Then they go to Cincinnati. I have no. I don't know where where that game's going to go. I don't know who Cincinnati is. It could be a blowout too, or it could be a tight one. Uh, they're going to blow out the Broncos. They're going to beat the Jets. Go split the season series. Lose to the Eagles. Probably lose to the Chiefs, blow out the Cowboys at home in week 16, I believe, or week 14. Uh, probably beat the Chargers, going to beat the Patriots, lose to the Dolphins week 17. Where does that put them? Probably 10 ish wins, I think I said. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six wins. That puts them at 10 wins with a loss to the Bengals. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting schedule. I will say it's. They're still not going to win the division. No, they won't win the division unless the Dolphins do what they did last year, which after last night may be possible. But we'll get to that game. It may be possible, but they played the best team in the league, in my personal opinion. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let, let's actually talk Dolphins Eagles. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? This was this was the most excited I've been for Sunday night, and this game actually delivered. We've had some big busts on seventy on Sunday night football. Pause. But, I um, am mad. I am mad. I am absolutely. Pissed off. All right. I had Tua. I had Mostert going last night on my fantasy team. I was projected 190 in total points. And they put up goose eggs, man. Seven points on like 35 yards rushing from Mostert. And then I got 14 points from Tua. It's a terrible performance by my fantasy squad. And we have to sit them down. We're going to have to re- reassess what's going on. No, but in all seriousness, probably the most hyped that was. You're right. Um, it hasn't been a great Sunday night schedule. And 
for the most part, if it wasn't for a couple of mistakes by Miami, game could have switched up a little bit. But it was all around great performance by Philadelphia, almost week in and week out. And then that that push play is just it is just something else. It's beautiful, and it's fun to all watch. the all the buzz of like if this gets taken out of football next season, I might not even be I might not even watch because you're just innovating the game. You're making it you're making it harder for people to stop you. It's strategy. And then you have the people Here's to the, make that strategy. And I love it. I love it. Regarding the brotherly shawl shove, as some call it. <laughs> the um, touch push. Or the touch push. The touch push. <laughs> and we've talked about this a couple of times. I think it would be so stupid to outlaw that uh there's only one team that does it at such a high success rate. And that Hold is on. I gotta say this. I got to say this. We were doing some tush pushing against the Chiefs the other week. And we were actually – I think we had like four or five successful third and ones just by QB sneaking the whole game. So, I mean, it's – I mean, what's next? Gonna... What's next, guys? Are we are we going to ban the halfback dive? Like, right. Like, you get my – like, where does this go? Like, we can't just restrict teams from – Play like, calls, yeah. Yeah, certain play calls. That's just stupid. Uh, in the name of player safety, there's been like one injury ever on that play. Uh, and it was right. like this week. Like I, I just, the team has a hall of fame center and a quarterback who squats 600 pounds. And they've got AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard behind. Like they, yep. they, they pick up a yard every time, man. Like find an answer, find a stop. If you're the defense, don't let them get into third and short. That, that's my response because other teams do it and it, and it fails. Like that's and other teams with good quarterbacks. do it and It fails. It comes down to Jason Kelsey. And, um, I just, if I was an Eagles fan or an Eagles, I, if that thing gets blocked or banned, I'm voicing my opinion very strongly. Like it's. I am grabbing the pitchforks. I am grabbing the torches, and I am storming Roger Goodell's office. And, and what do you? Also, what are you gonna do? Got... How do you regulate that? You yeah, just get rid of QB just... sneaks. Like. Yeah, that's yeah. I. I mean, just, do they outlaw the formation, or like there's like a specific formation that they set up? Like who knows? I guess if you if you take away the pushing aspect of it, then then what happens if a running back is you know bounces a route bounces a sweep yep. outside on the goal line and his pulling guard comes and just gives him the extra like shove with the half yard? Gee, oof, like, like oh no, nope, just call it back. It's just football. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I don't. And not to say that even if they didn't have the guys pushing him from behind, the, the Eagles would still run that play at a huge success rate. If they just lined up in high form and, you know, the backs just stood there and watched, they would still get the, still get the first yeah. down, still get the yard very consistently. But um, back to the game. Chen, what are your thoughts on the Dolphins? I know we've, we've definitely talked a ton about their offense being so explosive. Uh, this, has been a, this was a real defensive test. Uh, they were down a couple of offensive linemen. Uh, best pass rush in the NFL, probably, or close to it. Uh, your thoughts, 17 points, their lowest output of the season so far. Yeah, I just think the, the game script kind of got away from them, like you said, not having the healthy line. Going against Philly, where I feel like whether as a coach you go into that game saying, hey, we got to feed Raheem, you know, keep giving him the ball, keep that ground game going so that you don't get into this mode of just throwing every down and letting that pass rush get to you and it inevitably happens every time I mean 31-17 will show you that um I still think Tyree Kill is still on track to get his 2,000 he's still at 83 yards and 
He's, he's on pace and... actually for twenty three hundred, I believe. Still, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, they're gonna be fine. Uh, like Jake said, the, Philly's arguably the best team in the NFL right now. Like they didn't get they didn't get it when he works. They kept the same team from last year and ran it back. And um, I I think this is it, it would be hard to see a world where Philly's not in the Super Bowl. Um, it's just really going to come down to the 49ers, I think, in my opinion. But even then, the Eagles have beaten them. So we'll see. Yeah. Dolphins, I'm not worried about them yet. If you're I'm asking not... like panic or not, I'm, no. I think they're okay. It's just a tough test. I tough haven't test. even got to the panic room with the Dolphins. No, like I'm, I'm, like, I'm on vacation. I'm in the break room right now. <laughs> I'm in the keys. I'm, I'm in the keys. With dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I get it. Um, I would say this. What, what does concern me about the Dolphins long term, and I've said this a million times because it's true, uh, when you want to win playoff games against good teams, you got to be able to find a way to run the football. Um, and this is a good test, a solid yeah. run defense, solid pass rush, and the run kind of eluded them all night. Couldn't get it going. Uh, game script required them being down and whatnot. We'll talk about the Eagles in a second here. But that was my concern is the inability to run the ball. That and, um, you know, they need to get Jalen Ramsey back on the field. They, uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith kind of had a day. Um, and their defense, the high routes of man coverage and whatever they run, uh, or high usage of man coverage um, against a team like that, against uh, Stephon Diggs, you know, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey team in the playoffs, they're going to struggle if they're going to be that committed to man coverage uh, and, and blitzing against great quarterbacks. Like, I, I just don't know if that's sustainable either. But we'll see. Still not in the still not in the room though. I, I have a question for the floor because I, I saw Dan Rolovsky's take on his non MVP or non QB MVP mm-hmm. essentially. And I don't know if you guys saw he said Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Is that as ludicrous as it sounds? Or as we're talking about them literally banning a play, he's I mean, making so dominant. He's one half of it, yes, with Jalen Hurts, but when we see the Eagle success constantly in the ground game. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction, but I think it does speak to the greatness of Jason Kelsey at the very least. Definitely yeah, a hot I don't, take. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, I don't even think it's as hot as – I mean, I thought he was getting a little dis- too disrespect from, from the other people in the room, and they know football. Um, obviously, Stephen everyone A's. in that room knows <laughs> football decently. Stephen A. Smith. Actually, I don't think knows football. He looks at <laughs> he looks at football through a perspective of basketball. Anytime I hear him talking about football, I just turn the unless it's you know dissing on the Cowboys, then I'm all for that. I turn the volume up. I'm listening to him on that. But it, I mean, O line love. I love I love it. I love, want more people to preach it. I mean, they do the dirty work. Um, they get all the hate when things aren't going right on the offense. So oh, this offensive line sucks, you know, stuff like that. And, you yeah. know, Trent Williams, look at that guy. Like he's been that guy for that long. And ESPN puts out Trent Williams highlights every now and then. So it's just like when, you, when you're that dude at any position on the O-line, you're just that valuable. Cause without these guys, you're not getting those push that push up front. You're not stealing on those, you know, you need a good center to snap the ball and get a guard with you to get that double team on that top tier D line. And like this, like this stuff needs, you need to have these guys and just more love is needed. I don't think it's like, I think, yeah, it's a little hot take, but 
I think it's just putting more awareness and more love out there for the O-line in, in this world. Yeah, because it's, it's a hot take, but when it's fourth and one, that's a huge, like, ability to be able to go on your offense, be like, all right, we got it. On to the next yeah. drive. No, like, think about the feeling you get as a fan when the Eagles get tackled on the one yard line. Yeah, think about that feeling. Yeah, like, oh, they're gonna score. Oh, like as a ridiculous. as a Jalen Hurts fantasy owner, it's like, oh, let's go. Like, <laughs> That's so every OP, time. Yeah, I just ah, that I, I think that really is. I, I I don't know if it's now. I'm even talking about it more. Maybe maybe Dan Orlovsky's on. Like maybe he's right. Like that is. A game-changing moment to be able to just walk into the Super Bowl and be like, all right, any third, fourth, and one, we got it. We got it covered. Like, that's I mean, an if, advantage. If Jason Kelsey was team. playing this well, but at, like, linebacker, like, if you just, that's like – true. Like, if you have, like, like look like at – Like, 200 tackles. If you had a sol- – if you have a Hall of Fame left tackle, that's like having a lockdown corner. I mean, yeah. like, stuff like that, it's just, like – more love and more appreciation for linemen is, is definitely needed. Like, I I don't know. That's just okay, my whole thing. I was get a any best lineman back in the day, so it's just one of those things. I, I, I love the trenches. The trenches make me happy. You're not going to get any disagreement here. I mean, that's why the Eagles are sustaining success because it's not just the offensive line that's so good for them. Their defensive <laughs> line and defensive really front seven is rock solid, and their pass rush is so good. It, it's so deep. Uh, and they've got so many guys that they just rotate in and keep fresh and continuously get pressure on any team. Um, and that's what made them so great last year. And we saw that last night uh, with guys, you know, they've replenished with Jalen Carter and, and new names of players. It's no longer just Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. And, you know, it, it's Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick. You know, it's, it's impressive what they've been able to do um, no with doubt. the emphasis on those positions. Um and before we move on, I just want to like I just want to reflect on the fact that you know we talked about Tyreek Hill being on pace for twenty three hundred yards. Uh, AJ Brown right now is on pace for nineteen hundred yards. Um, and let's just take a moment and reflect on the fact that I'm pretty sure Chen, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Titans gave up like got like a fourth rounder for him or something, or was that D- was that D Hop that was the fourth rounder? It was still a fleece, but it, it, was, it was a second. It was like a, it was second, a second or something like that. Yeah, it it wasn't that much of a fleecing. I, no, 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 no. You don't it think it was they a two and a three? You don't. Yeah, I mean, was... right now, I mean, it's looking like it. Like, yeah, they yeah. should have kept him and paid him, but it wasn't Dude, like they traded AJ Brown. I'm pretty sure for like Malik Willis and um, Traylon Burks. That was it. It could have been yeah, like the either their first or second, whoever. It was, it was one of the, it maybe it was first because it was like Traylon Burks was supposed to be like the replacement. It was similar to like yeah. Diggs getting traded yep. out for Justin Jefferson, except Traylon Burks is not Justin Jefferson. He's Traylon Burks. Also, so. we got, I mean, Tannehill is just not it. You know, he's just yeah. not it. I'd love to see more Malik Willis this year, personally. I think he's really on the Or shot. Levis. Levis, yeah, his time will come. That's for sure. Um, I'm surprised he fell that far to them, honestly, looking back in hindsight. But yeah, Tannehill should be a trade guy at the deadline. I know we keep bringing up Kirk Cousins, but Tannehill needs to go. I, who's going to um, take him? That's a different... Yeah, his contract is absurd. Yeah, he, they're in purgatory there, and I I mean, what... I mean, I, <laughs> I... The only thing coming out of there is Derrick Henry's getting traded. He's gone. If any, if anyone on that offense is getting traded... They need to rebuild. 
We, we, we've been known the Titans need to blow it up. All right. Oh, All right. Let's, let's move to. on. Uh, game of the week. And this is weird to say because just one last note is they were the one seed in 2021. Yeah, I, that's, that's so true. true. That's so true. But you know what they had? An outside threat named AJ Brown. Um, so <laughs> I just always think about that clip of Martin. I always just think about that clip of Vrabel just being absolutely PO'd in the draft room when he found out that they traded AJ Brown. And he's yeah. like, he was so essential to opening it up for Derrick Henry. And they just have not been able to replicate that since. But uh, Chargers Chiefs, we're moving on. Chargers Chiefs, last game we want to talk about. Chargers fall to two and four, uh, which just Woo! feels worse than they actually Woo! are. Woo! Um, Woo! The Chiefs move to six and one. I know I know we've got our resident Chargers hater here, so I'll give him the floor yes. first. Uh, your takes, your reactions. Uh, God, Jesus. I just – what do I got to say? I got to say it every time they lose. He's just – a younger version with a bigger arm of Kirk Cousins. That's it. That's all he is. You can't win the game you need him to win. Can't win the primetime games. Can't do none of it. Can't do none of it. I, I don't, this doesn't change. He my was the opinion. alleged MVE. No, he was the alleged 2020 rookie of the year. I mean, their defense still sucks. That, yes, thank you. Like this is what I'm getting. This is what I'm about to say. My opinion doesn't change. Is you can say what you want about Justin Herbert, but I mean, no, I'm not going like, to have a formulated take. Horrible though. I'm not going to have want, a formulated he, take on him until the Chargers hold on, fire Brandon hold on, and get a new GM hold and on. actually build a competent roster. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a, it's atrocious. That you so chap, man. Come on, this is just the Chargers year in and year out. It's not their coach. It's the franchise, man. It's the franchise. It is the same I, thing. I will. I will give you that. They, they have Phil Rivers. Yeah, they we, had these problems before. We would look it's differently insane. upon Phil Rivers if he was literally anywhere else. But because Philip Rivers was a Raven, he'd have four Super Bowls. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, somebody clip that. Somebody clip that. The Jamal Lewis days, like that. There's some merit to that. The thing you've done with Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco. I I could see a Philip Rivers arc. I mean, they went fourteen and two and still blew it. Like yep. it's it's saying like they just find hey, a man. way. Yeah. Joe LT, Flacco was Philip elite. Rivers. Joe yeah. Flacco Gates. was elite. <laughs> Joe Flacco was elite for four games and then regressed games. regressed <laughs> to the mean, as they've been oh. saying. He regressed back to the mean. <laughs> Dude, uh, the Joe Flacco elite takes are just that just like birthed the NFL internet era. I swear to God, like you, nobody used the internet to talk about the NFL until Joe Flacco in like the early 2010s. It was like, is he top five? No. Why are we talking no. about this? What are we talking about? <laughs> oh man, wild, uh, <laughs> luckiest Super Bowl run of all time. Um. You know, Chen, we've talked about this a couple times. I think I, I think I figured out one of those defensive coordinators that um, Julian Edelman and Travis Kelsey were talking about on that podcast way back when, when they said, "Oh, I'm looking at my chops every time we play them," because every freaking time the Chiefs play the Chargers, I swear to God, Travis Kelsey has a marquee game, off. and it's insane. Yeah. And then I watch the game; it's like, dude, they don't even have any other receivers this year. It's not like you're worried about Tyree Kill beating you. But somehow Travis no. Kelsey has 180 yards in the first half, and we're just acting like that's okay. 
Like it's oh man, it's it's only wrong. okay because because Taylor Swift was in attendance. You know, Dude, don't. <laughs> oh, hey, you know Swifty. what? I'm the I'm I'm the Swifty in this group chat here. I I'm that's the only not, one here who probably appreciates the music. I didn't say, I have nothing to say about the music. My problem is with the media hate. coverage of some fan in the stands. I don't like seeing her hugging and doing handshakes with Brittany Mahomes, who's a resident person that nobody likes. Like, that's, it's just bothering <laughs> quarterback, quarterback made me hate Brittany Mahomes 10 times more than I already did. That's, that's so that was wild, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I wish we'd have done a react. We should next season of quarterback. We want a reaction. So to just we should do weekly episode reactions. Weekly, yeah. weekly reactions to quarterback. Um, <laughs> all right, I don't have anything to add to the Chiefs other than this: the best time, their best their offense has looked uh, the whole year. They kind of fade in the second half, um, but Mahomes had three hundred yards in the first half. This is the first game where Mahomes kind of looked like old Mahomes. Uh, they weren't running old the ball Mahomes. like they have. They have he has not had a like 400, 300 yard passing game all year. I don't think. Uh, they've been running the ball very well and getting their wins that way. We just talked about this um, and how I thought that was more sustainable for victory and their defense looked great. Um, but Patrick Mahomes again, Patrick Mahomes. Any any other thoughts on the Chiefs? No. Nah. Six and one. No. Nah. Yeah. Chiefs we being Chiefs, so. Chargers being Chargers, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they just – Firebrand and Staley, man. I've been saying it for 18 months now, I swear. Like it's 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 atrocious. Um, Just fire right, LA and move somewhere else. You know what? That's a different conversation. But yes, yeah, the worst home field advantage in football. Um, all right, let's let's move on to buy, sell, hold. We've uh, we've got the. I'll give the floor to Jake. I've given him the opportunity to make three purchases today, as compared to me and Chance two, since he's been um, you know he's been behind the eight ball. Hasn't made a purchase since September eighteenth. So Jake, the floor is yours. What do you got for us? What are we buying? What are we selling? Or what do we hold? All right. Well, I gotta, I gotta buy in. The first thing I'm buying in, I'm buying in right on that Mike McDaniel stock. It's just, it's, it was up. It might look down a little bit this week because of that. It ain't down now. Eagles lost, but it's not down. Mike McDaniel's is that dude. Um, all season I've been thinking to myself, why did we not hire him? Now, I like Kevin O'Connell. He's a great guy. He's a great coach. Um, I think some of his – after this game script's out, some of his calls have been tough to watch, tough to digest, and I'm really loving it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm buying right in wholeheartedly. I'm putting all the chips in. I'm going all in. Mike McDaniels, at some point in his career, getting that Super Bowl, getting that coach of the year, and that might even be this season. So I'm putting my chips in. I love to see. I love. I love to share the wealth with some of my takes. So much appreciated. Definitely agree. I have, I have no further, uh, no further comments, Your Honor. Just that I bought it over like a month before you. So uh, my profits will be bigger when it happens. Uh, Chen, anything? Anything new? We're looking to buy this week. Last week you bought a little bit low stock in Cam Akers and Nick Sirianni having a ten-year tenure. Uh, in um, in Philly, other yeah. recent acquisitions: Minshew, twenty-four starter. I'd say stocks up there. Vikings to make the playoffs this year was a was a take you made when they were one and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're about to be. We'll see what happens tonight. Loss worse, but yeah, we'll um, about to be three and four, baby. 
Um, I, I'll say this. There, there's something, I know we're talking acquisitions, but I, I need to sell it all off now before yes! it gets... Yes! <laughs> I, you got to win. Now's your chance. Touchdown total from last year. Russ is probably at the highest he's been before the trade to Denver. I, I mean, in terms of value, um, that's really as much as I can hope for. Even if I'm getting, you know, making I got nickels and I'm making them dimes, it, it's something, man. All right, like this isn't. All right, this is our first. This is our first sale. So I, we, as I, a group, it. we it as is. a group get to vote on if this trade was a profit or a loss. And it's we have three people here, so it, it'll be decided. Uh, the the, the, okay. the it was it was acquired on <laughs> acquired on September 18th, sold on October 23rd. Um, <laughs> month. He held them for month. held them for a month, about from week two to week seven, roughly, or week week three to week seven. Um, I, I'm just gonna say he broke even. <laughs> that's, that's I'm gonna say I'll he broke that. even. Yeah, I'm gonna say you yeah. You bought some burnt ramen, and you sold some burnt ramen. You know that's that's what it is. It just grew a little bit of mold. That's about it. As long as I didn't like put the burnt ramen to ash, as long as I was able to get some value for it, I'm good. I got my hands off it. We're done. The Russ experiment is over. Thank you guys for just letting me break even. Um, I mean, give you a break. Yeah, statistically, you know, it, it was there. Like he's he's your mind are, wasn't uh, right when you purchased it. You know, something <laughs> yeah. bad. You know, had a bad day. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I was trying to really go against the grain, and sometimes, you know, there's there's respect when people for, are all respect going right. for the discipline to sell it now. I respect that. A younger I, yeah. Chen, a younger Chen would have seen him cook the Packers and been like. I'm holding now. We're on for the ride, baby. Yeah. But now you recognize. You recognize. Yeah. No, I, I have to because I'll tell you, even during that time, I mean, they won. Yeah. I was not, not only not impressed, but I was just watching. And I'm like, dude, this is just not Russell Wilson from Seattle. Like, not even even a couple of years ago. Uh, he just, he looks when he's playing. There's like poise is really the word I like to use when it's like, all right, that dude looks comfortable back there. Like Tyson Badgett looked comfortable on Sunday. Like, bro was cooking. Russell Wilson, even like out the win, he just never looked comfortable. And we didn't even have Jair Alexander. Like, that should have been a game, like a get-right game, really, for Jerry Judy. Um, Cortland Sutton's been all right. But those are two guys that Russ, I mean, to say he doesn't have weapons is uh, – Javante Williams is there. It's just more, I think, product of the scheme and – Ross himself. So yeah, I'm gonna sell off that that uh probably the highest his value is gonna be this year, man. <laughs> yeah, I uh, respect. Respect. Uh so would you like to make an acquisition as well with your trade or um I, I you know I have an acquisition in mind, but you can come back to me. You okay. can come back to me. I know that was a whole okay. yeah a process, yeah. but yeah. Uh I'm, I'm here gonna... you got. <laughs> So this is a hot, <laughs> this is a hot take, and you you kind of agree to it. Love it. Uh, one confidence. I'm just gonna, and uh, the reasoning is that the price I don't think can be lower, and it's spiked a little bit, which has piqued my interest. Right, it's kind of a lotto play. Um, I'm gonna buy stock in Tyson Badgett, man. Um, and here's mm. why: the price can't be lower. 
right? I understand uh, he had a great game. I, okay, it's the price, just, it's, it theoretically yeah. could be lower, but the but the but the floor for his loss, like me taking loss on this trade, is what he remains a backup quarterback for a couple of years. Like I, I'm saying that he has done enough to earn like a re-signing from his rookie contract. He's going to be a serviceable backup at worst for the majority of his career. Like, and he's a division two player. Like he has shown, like he has shown some spark here where I'm going to make this purchase. I'll probably hold it long-term and just, just take my medium, small to medium gain here. Um, and I, I think it's a conservative, it's a lotto play because the high, the upside is huge, but the low side, I don't think is very low. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the logic there. One confidence your guys' thoughts. No, it's, it's a good investment. It is. Um, we'll see kind of just where it goes from here. Like, I mean, if he locks down that spot per se and just fields comes back and he's just kind of trade bait, that's going to be a really good purchase. But yeah, if he just kind of hangs around as like a, a guy and he's just a nice story for a game, um, Potentially lost, but hey, you know what? That's that's why you get the one confidence to see where it goes. Maybe up it's two later. Could see myself getting some stock because I, I did like what I saw from the kid. I mean, D two just lighting it up, looking more poised than definitely Zach Wilson. I mean, that, I'll get Justin just, Fields. He, like he's getting right, the yeah, ball. Was, he's three steps he, and it's out. Like, it was it was good. Man. Fun to watch. Uh, and just a classic Josh McDaniels performance, but no further comments. <laughs> the way I look at it, the way I look at this is this is pink sheet penny stock. I don't want my hands on it. I don't need it. You sound like a sleazy salesman trying to pass off some stuff. <laughs> get others to get into it. I don't like it. Not a fan. Uh, Not a fan. Uh, if I can segue, I'm going to put some money into my blue chip stock here. I'm going to invest long term into myself some Andy Reid. And Andy Reid having close within 10 games if not more, all-time wins over Bill Belichick. Putting a long-term investment. He's got – he's six years younger than Bill, and he's got the makings of a dynasty right here, right now. And it already arguably is a dynasty. So I am putting in a free confidence that Andy Reid either surpasses or is within 10 wins of Bill Belichick. That the end is, of his that is that is a blue chip shot, blue chip stock, man. I'll give I'll give you credit for that. Okay. Yeah, I could see. That. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off that a little bit. We've been yeah, trading. We've been so trading like, ideas. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna buy stock in. Um, you know. Andy yeah. Reid. You know, I'm just gonna buy the same thing. I was gonna try and change <laughs> a little bit, a but good sell, yeah. it's, it's, it's that's a good pitch, man. I'll I'll throw uh I'll throw a little two point uh two point five on there, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go two seven five? You know what? You can talk me into two seven five. You can talk me into two seven five. Mm-hmm. Um I, I agree. I think that he a lot of people I've been saying this all year, where he's like far farther in this all time conversation. Um, than people realize because he was in the conversation as greatest quarterback, greatest head coach to never win a Super Bowl, and now mm-hmm. he's now two. winning two mm-hmm. and who knows how many more. So the only thing I think that could you know throw this off is if he just retires early, uh, which there were talks about that last year. Um, but 
I don't know, man. I, I think that if Belichick's going to get all this attention for it, why, why leave a situation? Uh, he might retire with Travis Kelsey, is what I might say, but he's going to. I don't know. I don't know why Kelsey's got three or four years of elite productivity, in my opinion, anyways, left. So I'm I'm all for it. I'm in. I'm purchased. It's written down. I love it. Ooh, perfect. And then I'm going to quickly roll in on my last third purchase here real quick. I don't expect – this is a penny chip stock. I'd talk some crap here. But what are we doing? What are we doing? This kid's throwing shade. He's, he's got a – I'm throwing shade, but I'm going to put some I'm, – I'm betting on a Vikings roll here. I'm betting on we're going to win six of our next eight games, and we're going to come back. We're going to win the division. I, I, I'm not putting the division. That's not part of it. But uh, six in the next eight games, Vikings. Going does that to include tonight? It does. Very much so. Mm. Okay. We sweep the Packers in the process. Mm. Probably likely. <laughs> putting it in. I That's it. Not gonna gonna see, one, you're not going to see much of I'm putting a 1.9 confidence. Not quite two. Not quite fully invested, but 1.9. 1.9. I love it. I love it. All, All right. right. It's written down. We're good to go. Uh, Chen, the floor is yours to make your final acquisition. Actually, you technically have room for two new acquisitions if you'd like to use it. Okay. Because you and sold yeah, off. I actually, uh, yeah, I got to go in rapid fire mode. I probably got like 10 more minutes I can realistically get away with. So, um, Travis Kelsey, I'm going to go Hall of Fame tight end, like, he by the time he finishes his career, he will be the goat tight end. Like that is my I'm standing yeah, on I thought, that. I thought you were gonna leave it as Hall of Fame, and I was like, that was no. Yeah, I was gonna like, I was gonna right? rip you. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... Like wow, like yeah, that's not to make no money. Um, and even this, like I'm putting a free confidence in it because it's probably not gonna, you know. I mean, he doesn't. I don't think in a lot of people's minds have a whole lot more to do. Uh, it's probably between him and like Tony Gonzalez, maybe Gronk, but. Travis Kelsey, I mean, is really making a case. So very confident in that. And my more risky one that I will still put, we'll go a 2.5 confidence in just because the way I see it playing out is Kyler Murray will still be on the Cardinals roster next season. And oh, yeah. on top of that, let me I have a little notes or whatever, they will not be using a first round pick on a quarterback. I just no. think Cardinals are going to actually play themselves out of that area of draftable mm-hmm. quarterbacks at that high they're just going to realize what they got defensively i think in john Martin harrison maybe what's that oh Martin yeah harrison. harrison yeah i, I he think will he will be a chicago make, bear yeah well it, whoever it is i we'll think see. they can make a a very Chicago's good at fucking it up sorry for no no you're good come you're on good. come you're on good. come on <laughs> no we, we need to uh we need to give the cardinals like there's no way they can keep making the same mistake. Like they move off Josh Rosen to go to Kyler Murray. Now you can move off Kyler Murray. They need to just go the opposite direction. And I think this is finally the year they do it. Um, so that's where I'm going, man. Two and a half confidence and Kyler Murray will like still that. be on that roster. Because a lot of people like are saying that. no right now, but I think no, there's a reason I, he's coming back early. I agree. Like uh, I, well, when they hired a new coach, I, I felt like the messaging was that they were riding with Murray. Yeah, um, and I, this was the this is the perfect time to purchase that because it's, I mean the, the confidence in doing that is the lowest it's been, and I, they would have already made a move in my opinion if they were going to. Yeah. And then I I think next season, last time I looked at the cap sheet, 
he's due sixty million dollars against the cap. So it's yeah, they can't gonna, move on of dead money. Yeah. yeah, you can't move on. You can't move on, and you're just gonna have to pay him, and you're gonna be screwed. So it's and I don't think that Kyler is. <laughs> I don't think that Kyler is as bad as people are making him out to be. Like I really think that last year was <laughs> no. Like this, this Cliff King's disaster. Cliff that, King's that, that, that I was complete... yelling from the fences again to have him fired, but um, yeah, I think in a good system like Kyler can thrive. He has thrived. Like he's been a solid NFL starter. Yeah, last year was just the floor. No, um, definitely a real NFL system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, all right, no let's move raid, on. Nonsense. Any any further uh, closing? Closing thoughts for buy, sell, hold. We're getting close to capping out our portfolios. We'll have that discussion this week. Uh, Jake is not close, but me and Chen are. Um, okay. And uh, we'll have that discussion this week. And we'll, we'll things will start to get really interesting as we continue to sell, trade, vote on uh, wins and losses, and, and start to build a you know transaction history. But um, any closing thoughts, takes, defenses before we move on to week eight predictions? No, sir. Yeah, let's get in these picks, man. All right, yeah, all right. Get them rolling. Let's get it going. We got, we, we're starting off on Thursday Night Football. Mm. Buccaneers are going into Buffalo. I'll go first. I'm going to take Buffalo. Like I said, yeah. I'm, I'm not in the room on the panic button. I know Jake is. Um, Jake? It's tough um, because I think Tampa actually has more, comp- more fight and they're more of a competition than what people think. And I think the defense of Tampa has an opportunity to – make some things happen. Um, it is technically an upset. I'm still – I don't think it is. I think it's more an even game than people realize. I'm taking Tampa. Um, I'm taking Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got those. All right. I'm on Buffalo. Uh, before we move on, I do – I forgot to recap our week seven picks. Uh, as of right now, I am eight and four. Chen is six and five. Jake is five and seven. Seven. Um, yep, five and seven going in before Monday Night Football. Um, me and Chen both have the 49ers, and Jake has the Vikings tonight. Um, and overall on the year, that puts us uh, – Jake, I don't have your number set up yet. I had an issue with the spreadsheet. I'm 30 – as of right now, I'm 34, 24, and one. And my tie is because I missed that Bears Thursday Night Football game, so I'm just chalking it up as a tie. Okay. Um 34 and 24. Oh, you missed the, you missed the first few weeks. That's why. In two weeks. Um, yep. You missed two weeks. So I'm, I'm 64. Wise. I'm 64 and 41, and Chen is 57 and 48 on the year. So uh, technically, all right. Yeah. So if I add my week this week, I'm 39 and 31 and one. Yep. All right. All right. Um, so that's where we're at on the year. Um, I'm starting to, my revenge tour is, uh, it's 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 touring, man. But mm. um, from that Super Bowl loss. But mm. all right, Jets at Giants Monday Sunday slate. Jets going into New York. Giants coming off of a solid victory. Let's go. Um, I had them winning last week. Uh, I was the only one that picked them against the commies. But uh, what are you guys at? Taking Jets, baby. Jets as well. Giants got to win, but not confident still. Taking the Giants, man. <laughs> I'm taking the Giants, man. I the Jets are, you know, logic says to take the Jets in this game, but Tyrod is Tyrod in man. 
I'm taking the Giants almost beat the Bills, man. They almost beat the Bills with Tyrod Taylor. Uh, then they came out, had a dominant victory against the Commanders. Uh, I say we keep it rolling. Even if Danny Dimes is healthy, why? What if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So um, that takes us to Jaguars at Steelers. I'm interested to see where you're at on this, Chen, because the Steelers are actually showing some promise through your preseason mm. predictions as of late. Yeah. Um, where you at? Uh, yeah, yeah, I love what they're doing, but this is a classic Steelers loss. Uh, they're just they like to hover around 500, and I think Jags are too good of a team for them to actually beat. Um, as high as I am on them this year, they're just they're still they're kind of like the Jags last year. Like they're trying to find really who they are as a team, especially as an offense. All right, uh, I'm gonna roll with the Jaguars too. They're they're kind of on my don't pick against list unless it's a really good opponent right now. Yep. Uh, yep. But Jake Jaguars. Yep. Oh yeah. Jaguars All across in. the board. Eagles at Commanders. I'm just I don't pick against the Eagles. Simply gonna go Eagles. Yeah. All right. Upset of the week, Commanders, because they did it last year, and yeah, it's a division. So. All right. Okay. All right. I, you know what? That's not a bad take. The Commanders do have an upset history. Apparently they – I didn't know, but Desmond Ritter had never lost at home and uh, since, like, college, and they ended that streak for him. Um, mm-hmm. Rams Rams at Cowboys. Ooh. I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Yeah. As the Rams coming off a loss to the Steelers. They're good, but I don't know. I think Donald's going to get the, in the face of, of Dak, and he's going to make a pull of the whole Dak game and throw three picks, and it's going to suck. I don't like the Cowboys. I'm taking the Rams. I could be talked into that, but Chen? Uh, yeah, he just talked me into it. I'm going with the Rams. <laughs> All right, that, that'll cause me to stay with the Cowboys. Yeah, so I'll go against I, the green. How Dak's been playing, I'm not taking him. I refuse. Um, all right, so this pick is subject to change because it's a Monday night football game. It involves Monday night football team, but Vikings going into Lambeau Field. Chen, I know who you're picking. Jake, Ooh. I know who you're picking. Um oh, oh, oh. Right now, I've written down the Vikings, but depending on how it goes, that is subject to change. Um, remember, yeah. we the, the Packers have had their most success, I believe, when I pick against them. So I'm just I might be going back to that uh, back to that rule. But we Falcons, Falcons, <laughs> Falcons going against the Titans. Um, ah, this one's tough for me. I think I'm going to roll Falcons. Solid victory. I didn't see them winning this week. Um, mm-hmm. They seem to be open up the pass game. Ritter's had a couple of decent games in a row. Pitts is actually like on the field now. Um, I don't know what was going on with Bijan, but they got out of the game with the win. So I'll go. Oh yeah, I'm Falcons here. Yeah, I'll second that as well. The Falcons actually have like a sneaky good defense. Like I don't know if people really even know. I don't even know who's on their defense, which is the problem. Like they're they're meshing it together right now. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got Falcons all the way. Uh, Patriots, Patriots at Dolphins. Any opposition? The Bill bait, but no, I'm not taking the Bill bait there. Uh, Saint, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking the young Bill bait. That's Mike McDaniel, baby. Okay. Like, we're, okay. We're, we're, we're rolling on our way to a Super Bowl and a coach of the year. We're cashing that for big, for big money. Love it. Um, Saints going into Indianapolis. This one's tough. Where are you guys at? Say it again. Saints in Indianapolis. Indy. Oh, I got to go Indy. Yeah, Minshew Mania. No really other analysis to it. Um, I think I'm gonna take Indy as well. I, I just they're they're off the Saints offense. Um you know what? No, I talked myself into it. I'll take the Saints to go against the grain. Um yeah. I would Indy's my first choice, but I just 
the Saints offense looked decent in that second half. And if I don't know, the, the Colts are not good at closing games right now. So um, not good at closing games. That Browns game was a little. Uh... No, I agree. But the game, yeah. they didn't close it regardless of what happened with the refs. Like that's, you know, um, Texans at Panthers. Um, don't pick the Panthers Texans. ever. Uh, I'm taking Texans. I actually really like them right now. Anybody opposing? Nope. I'm taking the Texans, but I'm also taking Adam Thielen to have another 25-point fantasy game. <laughs> um, all right, Browns going into Seattle. Woo. I'm going to roll with the Browns. I usually don't pick against Seattle at home, but the Browns' defense is really good, and Seattle is just not quite as efficient on offense as they were last year. Yeah, that same exact feeling. Like, Browns just because of Seattle's been lackluster. Uh, I right, want to this... pick – I want to pick against them, but is the twelfth man does reign strong. But Browns are my one seed pick. I gotta stay strong with the Browns. We're going Browns. Respect, Respect the loyalty. Respect the loyalty. Um, all right, this pick is subject to to change. Another Monday Night Football team. Uh, the Bengals are going into San Francisco next week. Um, I'm gonna write down 49ers, but depending on how tonight goes, I, I may actually change that pick. Uh, but you guys. Bengals because the 49ers just do a loss to somebody good. And I think the 49ers, or the Bengals would be fitting if they get ahead early. 49ers are forced to throw more than they want. I'll go Bengals here. Okay. I don't think they can stop Bosa and that defense. I don't think their old line's capable enough for that. I'm going I'm going Niners. All right. Fair enough. Uh Chiefs at Broncos. I'm not even gonna Chiefs. ask you guys. Uh, Raven, Ravens at Cardinals. Also, not you guys. Um, anybody taking the Cardinals against the Ravens? I, I guess I. Um, I yeah. uh, everybody, everybody's going Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Chargers, Chargers, Bears. Sunday night football. I'll take Bears. I'm taking the Chargers. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I was I expected like- that to be flipped. I'm, I'm I'm seeing a Tyson Badgett uh, coming out party here. Hopefully, if, hopefully if that is true, if he now. if he has a coming out party, Staley needs to just quit. He needs just to step <laughs> down, and he yeah, needs man. to just go home. Go, you know go coach some Pop Warner, and then just call it a life. <laughs> I actually I might root for the Beijing coming out party because that would result in exactly what Jake just said, but. I, I, I'm I'm foreseeing a Justin, I'm foreseeing a Justin Herbert uh, as Jake would refer stat padding performance um, against an the, alleged the Bears, stat padding performance against the Bears defense. They're gonna like they're gonna light them up, um, and it's gonna be prime time. It's it's gonna be embarrassing for the entire city of Chicago. And I'm gonna love it. Oh um, wow! There's nothing more than I hate. No, there's nothing more than I hate than yes the Bears, but there's nothing more than I love, and then the Bears getting absolutely. Just destroyed. I love how Packers and Vikings fans can both agree they hate the Bears more than they hate each other. Um, it's Monday Night Football. I think it's a res- we, there's a mutual respect here between us, and there's yeah. just a mutual disgust with the rest of them. Okay, <laughs> and then there's there's a mutual like a mutual like feel bad empathy, for the Lions, emp- empathy towards the Lions, and like yeah, I'm happy for them. They're finally doing well. Like it's. But when uh, I play against them on Sunday, I hate them. Yes. 
Uh, All right. That takes us to Raiders Lions on Monday Night Football. I've already written down Lions for everybody. If anybody wants to take the Josh McDaniels bait, they they can be my guest. Can't can't take the bait. Can't take it. All right. I'd rather rather go get some of that burnt ramen back from Chin. (laughs) Still selling it, man. It's it's still on the market. Anyone who wants it. Still looking for a buyer. I just posted it for auction. Oh man! It only takes one. <laughs> All right, that 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 concludes uh, our episode. As always, thanks for listening, guys. We got week eight predictions. Uh, full slate next week. Excited for red zone. Going to be fun. Get the octo box back in action. Um, be sure to check us out on TikTok. Follow us on Twitter. We're gonna start pumping more content out to you guys. Um, now that I've settled in for my move, and uh, we'll be back next week on Monday. So thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Yes, sir. Take care. We're out. Let's go.